Yeah, it smells good. Describe the smell, Ben. Describe the smell. It smells clean. It smells like hair products. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it smells like women's hair. That's cool. Just the hair products. Mm. So, yeah, probably. General. Yeah. Can I smell your? Yeah. That's, I actually washed it tonight. It's become weird. Uh, doesn't smell. I'm still here, guys. No. Hey, guys. Oh, sorry. Oh, so sorry. Hey, sir. Hey, guy. I thought you left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably wish you had of now. But yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, back into it. Maybe I'll go find Joe. about pretending they had jobs and that was about it, wasn't it? Mm. Only the men. Yeah, exactly. The women didn't have to work. <laughs> the women right? probably weren't allowed. That was a joy to be a woman mm. back then. Would have been bad for their didn't menstruation work. if they worked. Exactly. <laughs> would have been. They wouldn't have allowed made them. Uh, to run professionally until the yeah. mid-60s? I actually remember 70s? that. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Uh, doctors said that their reproductive organs would, would fall, fall out. out. Mm. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Madness. Yeah. Where'd you get this fact from, Ben? Uh, where I get all my good facts from. What? Uh, the dollop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah. And Google Scholar, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 get this show on the road. Um, do you want to do the intro? Welcome to What, what the Focus podcast, where we talk about photography at least 30 to 40% of the time. I was going to like flip it around this time and go, welcome to What the Focus podcast, where we don't talk about photography 60 to 70% of the time. Depends oh, yeah. who your target that's audience gonna, is. That's going to confuse yeah. some people, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that vo- voice is the long-awaited Sophie. Long-awaited. Do I talk now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah go for it. <laughs> you can either talk or you can not talk. Or you can that, sign like you were talking about before. Is that yeah. the only intro? Is that the intro I get? Oh, no, I keep going. You, d- you just interrupted. <laughs> So welcome, Soph. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, been looking forward to having you on, just you know, because the many reasons. But um, you've had quite a different, uh, yeah. You haven't really followed the norm with what you've done with your life in general, <laughs> have you? <laughs> um, uh, have you? No, well, according to my mother, no. I thought I was a great pretty- woman, Louise. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was pretty normal up until you just said that. Then, yep. Mm. I want to know what the um, reasons are you were looking forward to having me on. Well, number one was yeah. we were looking forward to having you on. <laughs> number two was that we were really looking forward to having you on, and number three was probably more towards looking forward to having you on. No, oh, it's good yeah. reasons. Yeah, yep. glad yep. your friend Adam's here to protect you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yep, yes. Uh, which would you like to cover first? <laughs> so I guess it's it's probably as a good start. Like I, I kind of want to know. I don't. Soph and I go way back. We've if already, anyone listening is just going, what on earth is going on? Soph and I go way back. So uh, Even I'm sitting yeah. here and I'm mildly confused, but mm. probably as a good start, we should probably just, if you just run through, introduce yourself, tell us about your kind of photography background and where you've come, what you've done and how you've done it, and then we'll just we'll just roll on. Mm. Like, oh. like so, the Green Mile. Okay. Is that what the Green Mile was? You know how he goes, you know, when he pulls down. Roll on. Roll on one. Like pulls down the thing and goes, yeah, and then people die. Oh, it was death row. Death row. I think I must have fallen asleep in that part. It was a long movie. I do. I fell asleep in most movies in the olden days. Mm. Um, uh, so uh, well, I'm Sophie. 
you probably knew that already. You mm. too. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I um, Where did my photography journey start? I think it started a long, long time ago. I was one of those people, like I think most photographers, who always wanted to be a photographer but never became a photographer because it seemed too easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it, uh, it took me um, until I was 30 to go, I should just study this because up until then I was like, what is there to study? It's just pressing a button and then you study and you realise how much you don't know. Mm. Uh, so, that's, so that was me. So I, I had a career change when I was 30, decided I was done doing what I was doing, even though I'm still doing it <laughs> <laughs> seven years later. Uh, and I went and studied and... Vagged out. Then- <laughs> <laughs> you vagged out like Ben does most of the time. And uh, now, 16, 16 years later, you're now 46 and you're... you're um- <laughs> yeah. Cars fly. Cars fly. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that'd be awesome. Well, yes and no. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should tell the story about how I met Biff Tannen. Oh, yeah. Speaking of cars Here flying. Yeah. The best moment of my life, Adam. I'll tell you because Ben okay. doesn't care. Ben probably already knows it. No, oh, he'll probably he have forgotten. Really no, no, I, yeah. I remember you where remember. and when. Tell you tell the story. Uh, no, I'll tell the story. It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in Canada. I was working as a waitress at a comedy club. Canada, a cocktail, cocktail bar. bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And uh, I ended up, there was pretty great headliners on. Like I got to meet Damon Wayans, who's... I mean, am I allowed to defame people on this podcast? Uh, you got to do? All thoughts and opinions of our guests by no means represent the podcast. <laughs> Go for it. Don't sue us. Uh, probably, I just won't say it then. Okay, good. His son was nice. He was a wanker. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but, you know, big names. And uh, I just had an off day. No. Nah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I... Um, I was very excited. I ended up staying an extra week because the headliner was to be Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson played Biff Tannen in Back to the Future. Big fan of the Back to the Future. Mm. Big fan of Biff. Well, I wasn't really a big fan of Biff. Everyone hates Biff. But, you know, wanted to meet him. I, I like him more now my older age. Yeah. Yeah. More appreciation for his bulliness. Uh, yeah. I, I seem to identify quite quite more closely with him now. Because you're such a bully. Uh, nah, just a bit psychotic. <laughs> Sleep deprivation. Ah, <laughs> oh, it could be it. Mm. So, um, so anyway, he came along. He's there for five nights. I was the oldest waitress there. I was twenty six, and uh, and every night because I I was a foreigner and he was a foreigner in Canada, and uh, and so we just got chatting every night. He was interested in where I came from. He had a daughter called Sophie. We got along great for five nights, and then the last night, uh, I was there just as an audience member because it was my last night in Canada. I was drinking. I was quite drunk. And he came up to me after the show. Biff Tannen came up to me after the show and shook my hand. Actually, no, he didn't. He grabbed me by the shoulders. I was drunk. I can't remember. And he said, Sophie, it was such a pleasure meeting you. And that was, hands down, best moment of my life. Don't tell my son or my husband. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. that, was, that was pretty... That was pretty cool. You can edit all that out. It's not important. Yeah, no, it's not, no, it's I thought it was amazing. It's, it's not definitely really relevant in. to photography no. or no. how I got... Or any of the we've questions. Seventy percent, like yeah, you know, leeway. You don't um, actually need to even talk about photography at all. Did Ben tell you yeah. I do go on tangents. Yeah, That's yeah, we've been known one of the to. Why we got you on? Yep. <laughs> smash a few tangents every now and again. Yeah, excellent. Well, sorry mm-hmm. about Stuff. that one. Just 
found an opportunity to tell the world that I'm um, only two Kevin Bacon points away from Michael J. Fox, and I thought I should tell the world. Yeah. Name dropper. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sophie spits her wine all over everything else. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, back to what you were saying. Mm. I can't remember any of the questions you asked Adam because you so asked them more all to, once. more to do with like how, like what, how did you get in photography and what, and you know why, why did you think it was so hard? What was it? Well, yeah, okay, good one. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I think um, well back in the day, so Ben and I used to work together. Mm. Uh, we worked at a day program and we started. Oh, I don't know what Ben's involvement was. I remember he was there at some point, <laughs> but, mm. but we. Um, loved the guys we were working with and wanted to share that with the world. So we started up, on, I don't know, it was me and Karen, I think, started up a magazine. Yeah, you and Karen did, yeah. Um, and you worked on it at some point. Yeah. Um, and the, the magazine turned into a local community newspaper, which got delivered to like 5,000 homes for free. So it was this great community, uh, great great opportunity to show the world what we were seeing um, and to sort of break down some of those stigmas that people have of, Adults with disabilities, and um, oh, I probably haven't mentioned that. That's what we were working in. <laughs> no, I was about to, no, yeah, you just did. Maybe Ben, yeah. you just give context to whatever I spurt out. Okay, you can just track voiceovers um, over yeah. the top yeah, of it. Yeah, like, that'll yeah. Always work. I'll just translate. <laughs> just fade you down. <laughs> right, so what she meant to say here was <laughs> that would be great actually if you mm. could do that. Um, but anyway, it was during that sort of phase of um, it was in my twenties. It must have been so doing the magazine, doing the community newspaper, I sort of realised how much of an impact that um, those articles and the photos that went along with them had an impact on people. And then I think that's what really pushed me in that direction is that I wanted to – I don't think I knew what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to take photos and that was also another interest was journalism. Mm. I think that was all just in my subconscious at the time. Um, And then I just decided that – Oh, was it? I I think I um, got really burnt out and didn't know what to do with myself. Quit my job, just lived off savings for a few months, and uh, savings. Oh, well, what's that? I mean, mm. oh, you mean when you like put <laughs> extra money away into a different account, it, which mm. I don't have towards any. something else. Usually, yeah. I would have put it towards oh, travel, but this savings. time I put it towards not working for six months, which yeah, was actually I've done that one before. I highly recommend it. I wow, really do. I think it's a, it's a great idea at the time. It's terrible when you get to the end of that savings period and you're like, oh, probably should have just got <laughs> no, a job. I don't regret that six months I had off. I worked mm. a little bit. I got a job down the local cafe as a barista down in Northcote there, remember? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yes. Yep. Uh, no longer anymore. No. Well, it's changed hands. Then you took my job, remember? Yeah. I, I, yeah. We just well, had gave this, it to me. I gave what cafe? It, mm. it was Alphabet City. Alphabet City. Oh, yeah. After oh, it, yeah, yeah. I but that. after it was an institution. Like, people used to go there all the time and then when we worked there, maybe we ruined it. I'm not sure. Um, but it was it was one of those weird things that like, you would do if you were a teenager where you just go, oh, I don't want my job anymore. Do you want it? And then you give it to your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty but much we were how 30. I've got all my jobs. <laughs> yeah. I've got the majority of my jobs. Just it probably me. last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, no, I applied for one. Did you? Mm. Yeah. Did you get it? Yeah, I got it. What was mm. it? That was at the uh, – well, I applied for more than one, but I, I, I applied and got a job. Otherwise, uh, that, that was working at the photographic – yeah, with mm. Brennan and that. Mm. Wasn't that porn star career you did for a while? No, no, no. that that I was approached. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Didn't, Absolutely. Didn't apply. You know, well, <laughs> often you don't have to reply for the porn positions, do you? No, they come pretty, to you. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, other, yeah, I don't know. 
I guess that's kind of half the fun of being involved with the world, isn't it's it? It's who you know. It's who, It's not who you know. It's what's the word? It's who you know, not what you know. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yep. No, it's good. Yeah, good check. So, guys. what did you do while you? Were, <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you do while you were like? Um, oh, she's still here. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do while you were? Um, that that one year off. That was oh, six months. Six In months that right? six months, there was a trip that I made to Sydney. Yeah. Um, I used to. Some people think I'm a weirdo, but I like to catch overnight trains <laughs> to yeah. places and just spontaneously and then go away for the weekend. So yeah, yeah, cool. It was this. Uh, I was quite. I was feeling very down at the time, and I decided I would go to Sydney and see a friend. Catch a long train trip because trains, I love to ponder. Pondering is yeah, my happy place. Yeah. Every house I've ever lived in, I've had a pondering chair. Okay. Um, I'm usually late for work every day because I have a pondering chair and I ponder so long that I don't consciously think about time. Yeah. Luckily people now I work be, from home. so it's- People would be very happy with you. Yeah. You want a job? Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually, Ben said you were going to be really late tonight. And I was thinking, oh, no, God, you're sitting around till nine o'clock. My words yeah, weren't really light. And then really I was sitting light. around waiting yeah. for you guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's true. My words <laughs> weren't really light. It was just, oh, I don't know. You don't know when so <laughs> when she's going to get here. Yeah, yeah. So you went to Sydney? <laughs> so I went to Sydney. I um I thought it was one of those moments where I was like, I'm just going to pack really light. Just take a backpack with me. Yeah. Just the shoes on my feet and the bag on my back. And uh, I got home. I rushed home from work. I must have been working that day at whatever job I was at. Put on some clothes, ran out the door, got to Southern Cross Station, realised I had two different shoes on. So for the whole weekend, <laughs> two different shoes on. Sounds and great. <laughs> I was sitting in, uh, I spent a day just pondering to myself in, uh, what's that, Botanical Gardens up there. It's a beautiful yeah. place next to Sydney, Opera house thing. And uh, I was taking some photos of my shoes, <laughs> the birds in the background. And I, as I was doing that, I was like, this is what I love. This is what I want to do. Mm. That was my moment. Yeah, it was nah. because of the shoes, I think. Mm. But that was just why I was I was just thought it was funny. So I was taking photos of my shoes and birds and anyway, I think that was my moment. So I came back and uh I applied for actually I researched, did a lot of research about all the photography schools around and uh made the decision to go to NMIT, which was conveniently five hundred meters away from our house. Yeah, yeah nice. across the road. It wasn't and that wasn't the mm. reason I chose it. I chose it because it was the only school that had a dark room. Um yeah. and yeah, it did that. What, what year was this? This was 20 – I started in 2012. Studied, oh, 2012. Studied 2012-13. Cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah. But at the same time that I got accepted into that course, and it was a full-time course, I also got a job that I'd been trying to get for years in the disability field was as an advocate. So I ended up doing both of them at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end of that, what I realised is what I want to do is journalism, documentary-type stuff. And mm. so I went into making documentaries for – my work and for other similar workplaces. Mm. And that's what I have given up in the last three years I want to get back to. Anyway, just skip forward a little bit. You didn't you ask, but whatever. That's good. <laughs> that's good. It's, it's kind of – I didn't know. I thought you – I kind of thought you – because I've known you on and off a little bit for, you know, 10 years, I guess you could say, mm. um, just from meeting through Ben. But it's I, – I thought you'd studied before we studied. Oh, no. Ah. No. I don't know. But I wasn't really paying attention, so what would I know? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no. um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. So the funny thing good is, stuff. Ben studied film and has gone into photography, and I studied yeah. photography and I've gone into film. Well, mm. I've done the exact same thing as well, yeah. but I still do a little bit of film stuff, but well, mm. video stuff, not film stuff, but yeah, like I studied film and went into photography, and mm. yeah. So, what we're telling listeners is that 
if you study one, you'll end up in the other. Yeah, so start, don't do what you want to do. Yeah, do the, do 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 the opposite. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's I our advice that's... to you. You heard it here first, folks. Yep. yep. Yeah. Don't uh, don't ever do anything you want to do. Mm. And you'll, <laughs> you'll end up, end up you'll doing always it. end up failing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't, well, if you never do anything you want to do, you'll never get disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly. there's a whole um, uh, a whole bunch of psychologists. that, yeah. You know, base their clients around people that that do that, set themselves up for failure. Beautiful. Mm. Sounds great. Maybe we should all be yeah. psychologists. They tapped in yeah. that lucrative. Yep. Mm. Tell you a good story later. Like, oh, yeah. It's not a podcast story. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good one. I, I think it's. I think there's a lot to be said about um about studying later on. I, I think yes. it's a really smart thing to do. I think mm. I think it's absolutely stupid that we that we like because I have a kid that's ready to go to uni and all. But or society. I, I think it's funny mm. that society encourages people to out of finish high school. Mm. Right. I was talking about it with a friend today. Um. Mm. You know, she finished. She was. She's from. Um, Queensland, and they finished school when they're 17. Mm. And she was already in uni when she was 17. She's moved out of home in uni <laughs> and when she was 17. Yeah. So when she's 18, she's just got her license. She's halfway, she's, you know, a quarter of the way through uni. Yeah. And imagine Crazy. all that money you waste, all the the mm. hex you keep, I don't know what they do in Queensland, but mm. money you're paying off for years yeah, to do yeah. a course that you probably never use. But mm. Maybe not, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. And she's like, she's been in this, in, she's been in the same industry that she studied for she's done well. know, the last 10 years or longer. Mm. But, it, it, you know, it's, it's crazy mm. that. It's crazy that I'd love to see the percentage of people that study a whatever they study, mm. but then ten years later they're not in that same industry. Yeah, well, I'm well, sure it'd be super high. Yeah, are you happy that you studied? Yeah, I'm really happy I did. Okay, I'm though the sort of person who because I know there's a lot of photographers who haven't studied. Yeah. Um, and doesn't make them any worse a photographer. Definitely just not. means that they're better at teaching themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I, but I'm not someone who is uh, – I mean, I could teach myself, but I don't – I'm not very good at giving myself the time to do that. Mm. So I need an excuse to not be working in another job or doing something else. Like yeah. I needed mm. – school for me was an opportunity to focus on doing that and learning photography. But it's also – like I couldn't call myself a photographer if I hadn't studied. That's just me. Like I can't – I think I'm celiac because I get all the symptoms, but because my blood test came back negative, I can never say I'm celiac. So I yeah, have to be that yeah. wanker in the cafe who's always like, oh, I can't mm. eat gluten. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I need the I need the title <laughs> so mm. that I can say that that's what I am. So that's yeah. important for me just personally to be able to say that and have the confidence to do it. I can, I, actually, I've stopped calling myself a photographer because I haven't done it for a while. But, um, well, you've had a kid. I had a kid, and then I forgot myself. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kids always they stuff your life up. Oh, don't they, they do. Mm. Oh my god! I'm glad I was never one. Mm. <laughs> never <laughs> sucked the life out of my mother. Twenty mm. something years. Yeah. yeah, I lived with that woman. Friggin' kids suck the life out of they her. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> but I would highly recommend. I mean, I love the course that I did. It's now. Well, I mean, I'm not here to spruik them. Yeah, but um. You know, it was NMIT, which is now Polytechnic. It was a really great uh, setup and campus. They covered all bases. They really put a lot of value on the history and the, yeah. you know, analog, um, you know, darkroom learning all the processes. Mm. They kind of covered all bases. And even though there were no other students or teachers who were really passionate about documentary stuff, I still got to learn everything I needed to learn. I got to explore it all. And 
So I like for me, it was a great experience. I know other people who went to other schools that didn't have such a good experience. Mm. Um, but I think it just got to make sure you go to the place that's right for you because they're all quite different. Mm. I think you need to. I, I don't think it's anything to do with necessarily the course being bad. I just think that some people don't like throwing themselves into the right things. Mm. So they, they might start a uni course thinking that it's really easy. Like we had a lot of those in our uni course. Mm. I think a lot of people come into that uni course, into our uni course, thinking that it was going to be a like an easy course. Mm. You would you would come in, you'd make you'd make pretty pictures, and then all of a sudden you'd you'd be out making a thousand dollars a day being a photographer or, or a video person or a filmmaker or whatever you wanted to be. But mm-hmm. where I think in the first three months we really realised or a lot of people realised that this isn't this isn't all that much of an easy industry to get into. I mean, could no, it? No, not an in- easy industry in this country. And, and two, mm. the course that we chose was an accelerated two-year degree. So it certainly yeah. was like there was no summer break or anything. Like, no, there was, it was pumped through it, didn't we? Yeah. Which was, helpful, which was good. Yeah. It was, it was handy. It was I'd, good. Rather, I'd rather do that mm. over over just hanging out for another year and having a big break at the end of the year. Mm, yeah. yeah. And Ben um, still found time to design speakers. Yeah. <laughs> or didn't I? I, was, <laughs> I still had time to do yeah. heaps of stuff. I had yeah. a great time. I love going to uni. It was great. Mm, it gave it, I reckon it gave me more time than, yeah. than when I was working. Yeah. Well and truly. Oh, absolutely. Because mm. all I was, you know, I was at uni, I'd get it done and I'd get home, I'd get that You're done as well. You're always good at getting it done. Yeah, mm. you couldn't get it done. because yeah, he was designing speakers. Yeah, too busy designing speakers. I confiscated Ben's, because uh, we were living together at the time, I um, I did confiscate get Ben's notepad because mm. he was, I think you were being insolent. You weren't doing something I wanted you to do. So I took your your school textbook or notebook away and I realised it was just all speaker pictures. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. Like, this isn't going to stop you from doing homework at all. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I remember you designing like a couch or something, was it? I remember a couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done that. Yep. Yeah. Mm. It's not that couch. It's not that one. No. No, it wasn't been there, was it? Start. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It could, be the, it could be the podcast couch later on when you build the studio under the house. Yeah. Are you mm. doing that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. it's going to happen. That's yeah. a great idea. No, nah, it's happening. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's yeah. happening. What does Joe I've think about I've already spoken to Joe. Uh, what's she saying? told her. What's she saying? Wow. Well, she's she's coming to the room with a baby. We've got a child in the room now. Hello, Maggie. Maggie. Little Maggie. Yeah, the wine. She needs the wine to yep. get through the night. Get through the night of listening to us podcast. And so, then having, it's so cold out there, Joe. And then having to listen These to the podcast to again the to review off. it. Oh, I forgot to turn the heater off. Yeah. I'm cooking. Why is it so cold then? I am cooking. Because I don't know. Drafty? Mm. Oh, Joe, shut the door. I'm not. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. It's quite nice. Hi, Maggie. Oh, okay. Are you going to edit better. this part out? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's all stayed in. It's all stayed in. I think you need to sit around it's too the hard. front a bit more. I know, I know it's hard. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to have to really love each other. So isn't that nice? Anyway, where were we? Uh, cheers. Oh, cheers. Yeah, cheers. we haven't cheesed yet. Cheers. 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 Oh, cheers. What fancy it's cans you've got. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got a, big, got a big hole on the top of it. Oh, it's Ollie. Go swim We'll get to that. <laughs> Ask me your normal questions, Adam. What are no, your normal questions? Do you have any normal questions? Yeah. Oh, so, never mind then. <laughs> um, all right. So you – look, I'm trying to get us back on track here. It's pretty hard. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we just talk about something else for a while? Now, I want to ask, so your time uh, working with people with disabilities and then moving into advocacy, mm-hmm. um, which is what you're currently still doing. No. No. I haven't done it for three years. There you go. What have you been doing? That's living. <laughs> That's living. 
Ben doesn't even know her friend. He still does other Chrissy stuff. No, that's when he had a baby. So he's, that's when yeah. he just sort of started forgetting what I was doing. Like, I'm a no. bad friend. That's Ben. That's Ben for though. Ben doesn't even remember my birthday. Still, oh. I still don't. Oh. I still don't have a birthday present in front of me. Yeah, now look. Oh, ben, it's in there. Open in that cupboard. <gasps> open in that cupboard. <laughs> this is exciting. Oh, here it is. Yeah, there you what go. Is, oh, God, what is it? I forgot. I meant to do that earlier. But I forgot. There, there you go. Hey, back on the back on the meat. Happy oh. birthday. Oh, there it is. Oh, what? look at that. The show, old show the Irish camera. whiskey. The no, look of the old Irish. camera. It's a podcast. Non, I was joking. Non-chilled. I'm that showing was a podcast the joke. Yeah. <laughs> the Small the batch. Old. There we go. Beautiful. Thanks, mm. Ben. Appreciate no, it. You're quite welcome. 46%. It's not strong enough for me, I think. Mm. Where's my birthday yeah. present? Uh, Where is coming your end of next month. <laughs> Good work, Ben. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> good friend right there. Yeah. Eventually. When's your birthday, Eventually, Sophie? Thirty first of August. Ah, mm. I got a race that day. A race? What are you race? race? Running. I'm running. Mm. A gentle. I'm going to do a gentle. Women aren't allowed to run. I'm going to do a gentle. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not allowed to run. <laughs> no. How dare women run? That's why I, I don't run. It. Mm. That's exactly no, the reason. We don't want everything to fall out. No, we do not. We don't want that. It's for your own good. It's, <laughs> it's I'm well cool with that. Truly for I your just, own good. I cannot. Mm. I, I, yeah. Yep. I just can't believe that that was in the not too distant past. Yeah. Not far no, away. We weren't no. allowed around bears either. No. Mm. Yeah. Nah. Oh, look. I came across a bear in Canada. Did you yep. have a period? I didn't have a period. <laughs> you don't want that. Um, <laughs> I can smell the menstruation. <laughs> <laughs> is that Anchorman? I think. Uh, no, Parks and Rec. Oh, Parks, Parks and Rec. Rec. That's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he does a, he does a bear the- reference in Anchorman, I think, too, doesn't he? Oh, I mm. don't know. I'm not sure. Can't remember. Can't remember. I know there's a panther reference, but, mm. but yeah. Anyway. He knows. You come across a bear. Yeah, you come across a bear. Yep. You sure and- it was a bear, not a rock? You don't have very great eyesight. Yeah, uh, it was a bear because the rock stood up and then you started sniffing old. the air, just like to something? see if I was upwind or downwind. <laughs> you want or something? Uh, yeah. No, no, mm. I wasn't. Why it's are you so the surprised? Of- <laughs> <laughs> I was joking when I said that. Oh right. Uh, yeah, good, good on so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and then so instinctively, I just reached for the camera. And then the girl I was hiking with was like, we're leaving. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, 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 good one. The girl you were hiking with? Yeah, it's not like that. (laughs) Oh, hello. (laughs) Mm. Look out. Yeah, no, it wasn't wasn't like that. Back in the day. Nearly stole him away. 20 years ago. Not that, actually. She was a good chick. Probably about 20, wasn't it? Is that the chick with the bowl cut? No. Oh, bowl cut girl. I remember her. No, you don't. No, I don't. (laughs) 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 BCG. Yeah. Bowl cut girl. Yep, she's just got that bowl out, nice salad bowl, and her head's snipping around. Mm. Done. Might do that when I get a haircut. We reckon. Don't yeah. do, it. Do, you do it for me. I'll do it for Not you. Not tonight, but yeah, one time. day. Yeah, 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 I'll do it. Bowl totally. on my head. Yeah. Cut it off. <laughs> I'd love I, Funny. Here we go. There, there is a lady in the room. So I um oh, last thanks, week. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> last week I decided that I'm either going to get a haircut or I'm going to start looking after my hair. So I went into a hairdresser's. I couldn't get in for a week. So I'm like, that's too long. I want it now. All right. I was going to get not a full haircut, but I was just going to get it short so I couldn't tie it up. I'm over tying it up all the time. Um, it's tied up right now. Hold on. I'll pull it out for you guys. Okay. Oh, should we describe yeah. what we're seeing? 
Wash this locks. So I look like a like a majestic lion. Um, so then I. <laughs> you really do. Oh my so gosh! You look like the like the lion out of the um, Wizard of Oz. Like a lion, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, can I take a photo of you and put it on your website? Just do you guys have a website? Be, can't nah. wait to be king. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went into a hairdressing place that. Um, sells products and stuff like a hair house warehouse. Oh, 70s rock star. Yeah, 70s rock star. Yeah. And I went in there and I go, I don't care how much it costs, just give me some stuff to look after this main. And she laughed at me. And then she, and after she laughed at me, she didn't have a sense of humour. So that was fine. So, <laughs> so it was a genuine Yeah, it was laugh a genuine laugh. I think she was feeling sorry uh, for me rather than actually laughing with me. Wow. Um, so, yeah, after I yelled at her for a minute or two. No, I, I, I said, <laughs> I said, yeah, help me, help me out. And she gave me this, this and this. And now we're looking after it. So here we are. We're doing it. And do you feel Oh, is that it looked better? after? This is it looked after. What did it look like last week? R- rubbish. <laughs> mm. No, it looks good. It but does look like. Um, I have run today, so it's a bit sweaty too, so. But it still smells good. Smell it, Ben. Yeah, it smells good. Describe good the smell, smell, Ben. Describe it, the smell. It smells clean. It if smells you, like hair products. Wow. Yeah, mm. it smells like women's hair. That's cool. Just the hair products. Mm. So, yeah, probably. General. Yeah. Can I smell yours? Yeah. That's, I actually washed it tonight. It's become weird. Uh, doesn't smell. I'm it still here, guys. Yeah. Hey, better. guys. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> hey, Sam. Hey, guy. I thought you left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wish you had of now. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, back into it. Maybe I'll go find Joe. Hang yeah. Out with her. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just run the podcast like we normally do. Maybe I'll yeah. tell her about my photography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, what have you been doing the last three years? <laughs> well, I um I was doing the advocacy. Yeah. And then uh, within you know the NDIS, the National Disability Insurance yep. Scheme. It's about. It's amazing how many people I ask if they know it, and they say no. So I, I always don't like to assume. Mm. Um, I started up a new service in Melbourne three years ago. Mm. Did that for two years, and then went on maternity right, leave. With Pete. Yeah, with Pete. Yeah, I remember oh, now. Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good bloke. Yeah. Um, which has been just sort of taken me because oh, it's been so full on. Uh, it's taken me away from what I was building up before that, which was uh, I was getting quite a few gigs making documentaries and uh, like doing things for advocacy conferences and mm. uh, what I do, a thing for Marina Council, I do like a 20-minute documentary about a band mm-hmm. who uh, a band of men have disabilities and actually there was a woman in it. That uh, was really fun. That was probably my best work. I remember mm. you, were, you worked on that, didn't you? Different band. Yeah. Oh, different band. Mm. You did something ben else also made a documentary. Yeah, a <laughs> that was good fun. Yeah. 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 Mm. So okay. I was uh, I was getting a few jobs and then uh, and I sort of stopped it all to do this uh, this job that I'd been doing the last three years and I think I'm ready to go back. Yeah, okay, mm. back into it. Mm. Back into it. What's the plan? Like, what are you what are you planning on doing? Uh, what are you, how are you planning on doing it? Oh, do you know, I'm Glenn of the Wild Geese. That's my husband's name. He's not of the Wild Geese. Anyway, sorry, I was just reading a whiskey bottle. Um, <laughs> Maybe edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that one in. That one's stunning. Um, my plan, I don't, I just don't know. Like, I think <clears throat> what I, I've got so many ideas for documentaries. Like, I see, I see a lot of, uh, a lot of issues that I think just need to be brought to people's attention. Because mm. um, this and- is the stuff that I wanted to touch on. Like, what is it about? Um, their lives or their stories or whatever that you you know is driving you to you know create the images and and the documentaries. Well, I think um, I don't want to get too controversial, but um, 
I, I think it's probably easiest to give an example. Mm. So, like in my job, every day you see, because um, I was doing advocacy for seven years, and there were so many clients that had been sexually abused, for example. Mm. So, um, I think the stat is that ninety percent of women with intellectual disabilities will be sexually assaulted yeah. in their life. Yeah, yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, and the week there was. Finally, and no one gets convicted because if someone's got a cognitive disability, they can't um, be reliable in court. So even if they speak up, no one ever gets convicted. And often those people who have been allegedly assaulting people are still working in the services. Mm. Um, So it's just, it's gotten a lot better in the last few years. But this was at the time, um, finally, the first time anyone got convicted and it was in the news and it was the first time it made it to the news and it was really exciting. And the next day, Jill Ma got convicted. Murdered, mm. which was awful, but mm. 10,000 people marched down Sydney Road for her and no one gave a shit about the 90% of people with disabilities yeah, yeah. getting abused. And that sort of stuff makes me really angry. It's like, mm. why don't people care? Mm. <laughs> and mm. I think it's because no one can relate because not no one, but- well, Not everyone's disabled, like, are they? <laughs> the general population can't yeah. relate to someone who's got a life that's so different to theirs. Mm. Um, and I feel really privileged in my job. Like, I love my job. I love mm. the people I work with. Um and I want people to be able to see that and relate to them. And mm. I think that's like I think photography and film is the only way I can really think to to do that properly. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm. Like um, so to sort of tell their stories, sort of be yeah. a voice for them, a visual, yeah. visual voice. And like and- I remember with the newspaper. Um, so I have this friend Scott, who's a bit of a media slut, and he'd be quite happy for me to talk about him. Mm. He, um, you know, you know Scott, and he's mm. he's um, he's a um, a thirty five year old guy with cerebral palsy who's um, not able to control any muscle in his body. But all he's ever wanted to do is live with his friends and choose his staff. Like he knows he needs support. <laughs> he just wants to choose who they are. Like, yeah, yeah how okay. is that such a big deal? Um, and we hung out with him a lot when we were living together the first time, which was, mm. you know, early 20s and Scott would come into our parties and we'd, he'd come to, we played soccer with his brother, so he'd always come to soccer and, mm. you know, it was just this, we all we were all getting to experience this really normal thing in life, which was so much fun, which was living with friends, and he had no hope of ever doing that. Mm. Um, and so, and we'd often tell, like, his case manager, this is his goal, and they'd be like, nope, too hard basket, too high risk, he has to live in a group home. Yeah, yeah. And this kept happening. And then we he wrote an article in the newspaper. So, like, he can only say he can't speak, he can't write, he can't do anything. He can only say yes and no with his eyes. So okay. you mm. have to know him really well to know what he wants to talk about. And mm. then um, so he was writing articles, and that was really, you know, they'd take forever. Like, you'd be answering yes, no questions. He even wrote a book that was lots and lots of people helped him write. Um, mm. And it was quite funny because every paragraph had a different tone to it. One paragraph was written by a hippie, one paragraph was written by a blokey guy, one yeah. paragraph was written by a women, woman. So anyway, someone brought that all together and, and he published a book, which was awesome. But um, anyway, in this particular article, he wrote about how important it was to him, how it felt to him to you know, how it felt to not be able to do that, not have the opportunity, and that all he ever wanted in life was to do this. And, you know, it was just more like it got into, you know, his soul rather mm. than just the basic, this is what I want to do. Mm. Um, and luckily, this is probably a long-winded story, but luckily, and so we had also, sorry, just as bringing it back to photography, to go with the article, mm. we had a photo that an actual photographer had taken. Mm. 
And it captured him at this just perfect moment where you couldn't even see his disability. It was just him smiling, didn't have his chair in the photo. It was just so you could really connect with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was the biggest part of the article was that you could relate to this guy because he just looked like your friend. Um, he wasn't disabled. And and he's so, um, sorry, jumping around a bit, one of the sponsors of the newspaper was a um, was Care Connect and they were – the provider of his case management, and so anyway, every um, everyone in the organisation was sort of forced to read the, the local newspaper, and his case manager happened to read the article, and went, "Oh, holy crap! I get it now." Like, you know, she would never have understood what he really wanted had she not read this article, and he had he not yeah. had the opportunity hmm. to to write that and put it in there. Um, can't remember where I was coming from. What was the, where did we start there? I went off tangents, love yeah. tangents. Yeah, tangents. Um, it was just about, you know, um, what what is it about, uh, you know, people with disabilities in their lives oh, yeah. uh, that make you want to Yeah, you know, so that sort of stuff, um, you know, like that helping Scott write that article was just, there was nothing more to it than he wanted to write an article and I didn't realise what the impact would have was going to be. Mm. And I think that was the moment that I went, this, is, this has got power, like this is – this is real advocacy for me. Not mm, real ad- like mm. there's lots of real advocacy, but this is this is where I, um, this is what makes sense to me. Like, mm. yeah, I think- and, and I think like having I, I haven't had anywhere near as much experience and you know, whole rounded experience in the disability sector as what you have. But my um, experiences with it is that these guys, um, basically don't have their own voice, mm. and if uh they are trying to communicate anything um typically it's through you know uh, air quotes interpreter or chinese whispers it's broken down it's dumbed down mm. um it's simplified and it's somewhat degraded mm. what 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 just the, the you know the, the core their core values and and their core uh needs are um yeah and so consequently very Rarely are they getting met or addressed or acknowledged. Mm. Um, yeah. 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 And I think there's not – I think the general population doesn't take those needs seriously because they can't relate. And I think that's mm. where I feel like I – something that I can do, I'm quite passionate about, but something I feel like I'm quite good at is bridging that gap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So trying it's not- to find a way of people to to create a little bit of a story to make people relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. So I'm not trying to be a martyr or anything. Like yeah. I hate it when people say, "Oh, you work in the disability field, you're so good." I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Shut up. But that's not why I do it. Yeah. I actually, I actually genuinely just enjoy my job. Mm. Um, and if I didn't, then I wouldn't do it. But um, you know, just luckily through enjoying my job, this is something I've figured out that I enjoy doing and that I feel is quite important to do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, it absolutely is important. It's, you know, Mm. um, anything that can um, help anyone with a disability is already living a a much harder life than than anyone with privilege. Mm. Um, You know, anything that can make that a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, Are things starting to happen? Oh, God, things are amazing. So this Mm. Scott that I've been talking about, um, this was 15 years we've been looking for a house for him so he can live with his friend and choose his stuff, and he's finally Mm. there. Oh, really? Yeah. um, He had to become homeless before it could happen. But, uh, you know, it's going to happen in the next few weeks. So that's 
that'll that would never have happened before the NDIS. It's oh, really? just that the NDIS okay. has provided incentive for people to create these opportunities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so things, what, things what, are happening. What is uh, the NDIS? For those who don't know, the National Disability Insurance Scheme. Yeah, but, <laughs> but what what is that? You know, what it is it? Basically, means uh, that if you acquire a disability or are born with a disability, you have funding hypothetically. Not always in reality. No. Um, you should have all the funding you need for the supports and the equipment and the therapies that you need due to that disability. So previously you would have had to pay for all that stuff yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have gotten $4,000 towards a wheelchair that cost $28,000. So every couple of years you were fundraising money. Um, no, it was just, you know, there was nervous support. So people were getting relinquished left, right and centre. Mm. And mm. It was a terrible system. Mm. But strangely, still one of the better systems in the world. So now it's really yeah. good. People are still complaining. But <laughs> so mm. I think sometimes we need to take a bit of a reality check and go, mm. hang on, remember what it was like three years ago? Um, mm. And I think a lot of that complaining comes from people who weren't advocating for it mm-hmm. for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it is It's better than even though it's a complete stuff up. It's mm. much better having a stuff up that's handing out money <laughs> than, than no stuff up at all. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, no, it's, there's lots of good coming from it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not being paid to say that because I have my issues with them. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, it's, there's a lot of good coming from it. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's good. So, um, but, yeah, I'm I'll just sort of- i my high horse now. Oh, that's right. No, you, mm. you can be on your high horse, Ben. Mm. <laughs> but, no, I, um, I'm sort of ready to- Don't tell my employer. Um ready to sort of take a step aside into maybe more storytelling mm-hmm. rather than service land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Now you've, you've also spent time um, working with people with disabilities to, um, you know, have their own explorations into photography and- oh, I have. I forgot about that. Yeah. Do you Tell want me to talk about, about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go on. No, there's not really much to say. I just ran some classes from Marinda Council and somewhere else. Uh and uh, it was just groups of people looking for an opportunity to to learn more. We put on exhibitions, and it was uh, it was really interesting. It's interesting doing something as oh, I'm going to call myself a professional photographer. Or oh, I did at the time, whereas I don't so much anymore. Sophie did air quotes in, but I yeah. Did. Well, you're still making you're still making money off it. That's the thing. I think it comes down to it's it's still your profession. Mm. I still have a website. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're making if you're making if you're making one cent off it, you still you still can kind of classify yourself as a professional photographer because yeah, you're still I'm making from, some yeah, money. Yeah, if I'm still deducting yeah. things off yeah. my tax return, yeah, then yeah. I sh- should still call myself a photographer. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, no, it was interesting because I was asked to put on like to run this group for ten weeks or whatever it was, and then put on a professional exhibition at the end of it. I can't remember if they used the term professional, but they employed me as a professional photographer to put on an exhibition of this group's work. Uh, but they wanted me to print it on canvas. So I was waiting for facial expressions from you guys. Like, this canvas? is my facial expression. <laughs> this, canvas this is, is all right. I reckon canvas looks good. Mm. Oh, that's not the, that's not the yeah. answer I was looking for. I was hoping you would say, I can't believe they wanted a professional exhibition on canvas, whereas no. I was all like, it should be printed on fine art paper and mounted and Framed properly. Like, no. you, you want yeah. people to come to an exhibition and pay for these prints, pay good money for these prints, you got to do them properly. Mm. Canvas, and I got canvas can look very good. And I didn't in this situation. Yeah. Like, in some situations, places. you've got to, mm. I think, just had, it needed a bit of help to look 
Yeah. And it was only because they weren't professionals. They took some great photos. Yeah. But, you know, at the end, the end of the day, if you print on canvas, it's some, it's just the canvas. Yeah. Um, you kind of need to make it big to make an impact, whereas- Yeah, I agree with that. These yeah. pictures mm. were- um, The thing I was most excited about was that people were genuinely fighting over the images. They weren't just tokenistically buying them. Oh, awesome. And that was, that was the goal at the end of the day because I think those sorts of exhibitions- yeah, We want to see people- just drop to the ground. Just grab the prints and yeah. just roll around. <laughs> I, want to see, I want to see some blood. Someone's, yeah. not, someone's not getting punched in the face for a photo. <laughs> yeah. like, what's the point in taking it? Well, eh? I think Joe nearly punched Fight out one the of the councillors for one of the pictures. Really? She came to me afterwards. She's like, I can't believe that woman is fighting me for that picture. Oh, that's and it was right. like, is it that one there? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what happened with that exhibition in the end? It, it, oh, it, it was really a well? hit. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, I came up to Sold some, um, uh, you know, uh, it was there was a bit of an issue that I wanted to print properly and not on canvas, even though it cost the same. But um, yeah. at the end of the day, because what I found working in the field for so long is that you do these things and people will buy stuff as a token. They go, oh, isn't that so nice? Such and such made this. Yeah. But like, if you actually look at it, you realize it's really good quality. You're just putting on that filter of, well, the person's got disabilities. It's, I'm going to support them. But yeah. mm. it shouldn't be that way. It should be a genuine... Mm. I want this picture because it's it's going to look good on my wall. Mm. And mm. what I found at that exhibition when it, like when we opened it um, and quite a few people came, including some of the local councillors, like people genuinely wanted the images. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. And I think it was really all to do with the presentation as well. It wasn't um, not just, you know, giving myself a pat on the back. But, mm. <laughs> but you know, mm. I think that's got a lot to do with it is that we didn't just do it on the cheap you know, no. we did it properly. Yeah. Um, mm. and I think that's often lacking as well. Love to help. What what the money go towards? Oh, I think it just went directly back to them, which is great. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Even better. Mm. Yeah. It's the way it should be. Yeah. Mm. Um yeah, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot to be said about doing stuff for charity, but then there's a lot to be said that, you know, an artist should get paid for their work. I think yeah. that's yeah. that's that's good Definitely. as well. Definitely. Yeah. Um but yeah, it depends on depends on how you're doing, what you're doing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should ask you guys a question. No. Uh, don't work like that. Have I got one? Yeah. Oh, you called my bluff. What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys do with yourselves? Uh, <laughs> what do you do on the weekend? Uh, well, I'm actually a professional chef and I chop shit up. <laughs> yep. Is that what chefs do? Including people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, we, do we want to do the super Super slippery seven second sep- Yeah that one Six yep. Do I only have six questions Six seconds to answer <clears throat> no, no No just but you got to answer want. quickly But yeah Well you answer as slow as like you I've want I talked way too quick. much You shouldn't have given me wine What's the problem mm. uh, no, Talking's good You're all good Talking's what you want mm. Sorry guys Rather you're talking you're than guessed, not talking yeah. oh, Feel free to edit We just asked you questions And you sat there yeah, that's probably yeah. probably not great. I mean, that was what I was going to do at the beginning. Because you should have just answered with like one word. Mm. What, do you, what do you do for a job? <laughs> Photographer. Mm. Yeah. How long have you been doing that for? Five years. That's two words. That's mm. five years. Just say five. <laughs> yes. Five. While. Super slippery seven <laughs> question survey. Survey. Go. Mm. How'd you get into photography? Photos. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be the first thing it comes that to your, mind. your head. Yeah, we're not we're not psychologists. Oh, sorry. Squirrel. Oh. <laughs> hey, I can't remember what the question was. How did you get into photography? I mean, we kind of covered. Yeah, we covered I, I that, I, and I can't yeah. remember what I said, but it was probably correct. You were taking photos of your mismatched shoes. 
Lens you couldn't live Silly without. Bugger. <laughs> um, lens I couldn't live without. Oh, it's a lens I don't have, which I think it's like just a fixed thirty-five. Because mm. I do, I just have a um, fifty-mil lens on my camera, and I carry it around everywhere. But mm-hmm. sometimes I just can't get back far enough. So yep. I just think the thirty-five would be perfect. Yeah, I'll, that's my answer to that question. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah, good. Because you always nah. tell me about how much you love your your thirty-five mil lens. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's all you ever talk about. Mm. It's all about it's all about twenty-one. Is that Why your favourite? Is it Adam? Yep. Why? Have twenty-one or fourteen mil on a crop? No, it's just nice and wide. I like mm. it wide, but then that 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 little bit more of a compression because mm-hmm. it's slightly longer than a really like a sixteen mil. But yeah, just. I don't know. It just looks really good. Okay. Twenty-one's mm. twenty-one's the, the dream, dream lens. Yeah. Okay. But then I like like a one thirty-five as well. Mm. Oh, I'm strange. gonna. I don't want to have the same answer as you guys. Yeah. So I'm gonna go one hundred macro. You, oh yeah. You can stick mm. with your thirty-five. No. No. All right. I want to be okay, unique. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I want to be unique. Unique mm. New York. Mm. Yep. Uh, favorite keyboard shortcut. Oh, God. well, I think just the first thing that comes to mind is Control Z. Yeah. And then Control Y because I accidentally did Control Z. And then Control Z again because I realized I meant to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Better than ever. Yeah. Control Z because I realized I can't go back far enough with Control Z and mm. yeah. Photoshop. Mm. History. Oh. History. Currently do 99. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, if, you more, what, yeah. if you need more than 99 yeah, um, your preferences. Reverts, you probably should just, just start again, shouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. If you've made 99 decisions. Or, if you've made 99 decisions. Or you should learn you how to use layers. Time. That's mm. what you should do. Yeah. Mm. But even then, sometimes you, you need the layers. Does you everyone talk about, do you guys, do you, talk, do you tell everyone to do layers? Like, I have in the past, yeah. Whenever someone says yeah. to me, can you give me a lesson on how to do Photoshop? I say, make layers. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And then they don't. Mm. Yep, I've here. Here we go. So Brent never listens to this. This um, who's Brent? Brent is a guy I work with a bit. Uh, he never listens to this podcast, but um, I work with him a fair bit, and he he's been a professional photographer for ten, uh, for probably fifteen plus years. Mm. Still doesn't do your layers. What makes a person a professional photographer? He's, he's worked in the industry. Oh my god, really? He he would work. He would work two hundred days a year for the last. He'd work more, probably 250 days it's not a year. not actually that much. Oh, it's shitloads for a photographer. Is I always it? say to people, if I- Oh, if you, you mean can like get, paid work. If you can get 100 days if you can get 100 days work a year as a photographer, mm. you're killing it, absolutely killing mm-hmm. it. And he'd, do, he'd probably do 250 to 300 days a year, mm-hmm. right, easy. Um, and retouches his own stuff and still doesn't lose layers. Wow. He, yeah. Is he old? I don't get. I don't really. I, I try to teach him. I try to. I, I go just create another layer, and then you can just do all your cloning onto that layer. Mm. And then if you need to erase something, all you do is you grab the erase tool, and you can erase off that mm. layer, and then you can go back. And he goes, "Oh no, if I have to do that, I'll just start again." Is he old school or like? <laughs> he's pretty he, old school. He's but obviously then, got a good like. I don't flow, think he ever though. shot professionally on film though, so it's like I, I don't really. Mm. I don't know. I don't really get it. So yeah, if you do listen to this, Brent. You start using layers, mate. Come on. I mean, you see, the yeah. it, out. if he's getting a lot of work, it's working for him. Maybe well, it's his like mm. good luck charm. He does get some good work. Yeah, yeah. He gets some good work, and he gets some bad work. He gets some in between work as well. I just so. burped into the microphone. Will it pick that up? Yeah, didn't hear. It. I don't know. I can enhance it. I don't know. <laughs> I can make it make it better <laughs> than it ever has. <laughs> mm. sorry, Next question. Sorry, what is everyone. It? Next question. Uh, favorite photographer. Uh, my pa. 
Yeah. Now, we'll get back. No, we'll do that now. Mm. Yep. Uh, you got busy with these negatives. <laughs> oh, hello. Look yeah, out. I did get busy with these negatives. So mm. we had to, uh, one, of our, one of the things when I was at school is that we um, had to learn how to, uh, you know, uh, the best way to photograph a negative, you know, HDR it in the light box thingamabob. Scan it. No. Sorry. <laughs> just, a, <laughs> just develop in general. Is it? <laughs> this is what I loved about the, the, the tape that I went to was that there was um, a geek there who used to just create. I shouldn't. What if he's listening? Ah, he probably knows it. He ran the course and he was just, all, he was an awesome guy. Alex was his name. And he used to invent these things. And then I don't know if he made them himself or he got people to make them, but these contraptions. Um, and I actually don't know if this is one of the contraptions, but it was a light box that you could put the film over the top of and then you had the camera sitting above it um, and then you'd, you'd, you'd set it to raw. So you literally were having – you had the, yeah. the negative as a raw image. Mm. Yeah. It was amazing mm. how much it picked up. Mm. But he also set up this other contraption that was all like um, like a droplet would drop out and then it would set off the – Yeah, yeah. Like a, you know, it's an old – Good trigger. It's an old uh, theory, but – he made the machine. I was like, that was cool. Like yeah, you always yeah. had these new things to play with. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's what we were doing. Um. But that got me, you know, because I needed some old rolls of film. I thought, well, if I'm going to do this. I may as well take some interesting ones. And my dad had been to Antarctica for a year, so I, I photographed a lot of his old uh, slide shots. And my pa had taken his camera to Bougainville. In the war, yeah, yeah, mm. and it was almost like he, was, he wasn't the official photographer, but he was clearly That's not required to be in the lineup. Every year, isn't it? Yeah. Was that? That's summon where Summonats is held every year. Yeah, yeah, right there. Eat Canberra. Eat Way to way to degrade World War Two, Ben. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you got to make a joke of these things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too, soon, too soon. Too oh, soon. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I loved about his stuff was just that, like, I look at these rolls of film and. He's got, he's, you know, like we learned in photography that you're lucky to get like one on every roll of film that's, mm. you know, perfect. Yeah. He'd have like one that wasn't perfect. Like yeah, he just, yeah, yeah. he just nailed it every time, um, you know, using an old camera. It wasn't even a fancy one. Mm. I've still got the camera. Mm. Um, and in, ter- you know, quite difficult conditions. And he was always clearly, he'd sweet talked his way out of being in like the, the, so, what are the soldiery lineup things called where they're all marching? There's a name for it, right? Mm. Mm, sure. He was taking photos of that instead of being in them. So I just, it was cool. Like, I, yeah, and he yeah. got, he mm-hmm, has these mm-hmm. amazing photos, they're on my website, of um, Indigenous people who I just, I love the idea of what was the conversation he had with them. <laughs> like, mm. yeah, yeah. Just, uh, these are people do who don't even have do. clothes. Yeah. Mm. How did he. Explain to them, I'd like to take a photo. And a lot of them look like they want to kill him mm, <laughs> in their yeah. photos. Anyway, I just, he, he like, it, you know, I know I could have said Ansel Adams because I do like him. But I think my pa was pretty much my favourite photographer. Mm. Yeah, nice. Go on. And um, no one knows who he is. No. No. Probably no one. Although the really shrine does will. want his stuff. So oh, really? Must be all right. That's mm. cool. I just need to give them captions. I just haven't done it yet. Anyway, Shrine, if you're listening, I'm getting there. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Mm. It'll happen. 
going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Now, you're just, you touched briefly on your dad spending you in Antarctica. Mm. He brought back a pretty cool souvenir or two. Yeah, three penguins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chucked them down his top, eh? No, yeah. Just slid them up his down. Or he yeah. just held onto the both their wings. Yeah, it was just a different era. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm. He really just brought them back. Yeah. They're yeah. sitting in his living room. Or standing in his little room, living room. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're well-travelled penguins. I mean, from Antarctica to France to Australia. Mm. Ah. Still look good. Mm. Well, I like yep. taxi damage. Yeah. Mm. They were, apparently, they were killed in the name of research. That's cool. Mm. Mm. They look cool? They do. They're but I do. Emperor I do. ones? Yeah, one Pingos? of them is a king penguin. The kings, yeah. One of them's a ah, kind of boring normal penguin. The other one's a macaroni. Ah. <laughs> it's a great name for a penguin. Mm, I like them. Yeah. It's because they're uh, bent in half. Yeah. It's not. Why? Yeah. It's when they fold them over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like a banana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, banana penguin. They're quite mm. rare. Kids, yeah. if you're listening banana to penguin. don't yeah. listen to Ben. He's not mm. educational. Yeah. Hollow. They're hollow I think too. children listen to this podcast. <laughs> pretty sure they're hollow. I like hollow children penguin don't penguin tubes. Mm. Like, penguin. It's great because they go to eat a fish and it just goes straight through, <laughs> straight out again. Ah, nice. Mm. Yeah, so it's like they're saving the environment. Uh, I tuned out. Not you guys still talking about macaroni penguins? Favorite location and or subject. Favorite location and or subject. Pass. Oh, am I allowed to pass? No. Oh. <laughs> favorite location. You can just throw something out. Anything. Uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Uh, I, well, recently a friend sent me, you know how on Facebook you get like, oh, this happened seven years ago, and then you can share it with the person who's in the photo. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my friend Jeanette, she sent me a photo that happened seven years ago while I was studying, obviously. It was me taking a photo of a mattress that had been dumped in a Northcote side street. Yeah. Oh. Uh, great subject. Beautiful. <laughs> Imagine how many people... Just sodden old mattresses in the alleyways. <laughs> Did their thing on that mattress. This is this is why I said you're not normal, so <laughs> it's, all, it's all about the mattresses. <laughs> Next. Is that is that really your answer? The mattress? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I can't remember it's the my question. Favourite location. Done. Uh bizarrest photo moment. Oh, I'll go back to the last one. Sorry, can you ask the question again? Favourite location and or subject? Yeah, I think just taking my macro lens out into the backyard. If okay. you wanted a serious answer. Mm. All right, next question. I prefer the mattress answer, but anyway. Mattress yeah, better. Well, yeah, yeah. edit that yeah, out then. Mattress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, bizarrest photo moment. Well, I'm glad you asked. Here we go. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. So, while I, was, while I was studying, uh, me and three of my study friends, a mixed-matched bunch we were, but a great, great trip. We went to Mungo National Park. Mm. Heard, you heard mm. of it? Heard of it? Anyone heard of it? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Great. you been there? Yes. It's great. Have you been there? You nice. been there? No, no. I've got, got one of your photos, trees. though. Do you? Yeah. Which one? It's of Mungo. <laughs> Mungo. Cool. Some... Did you buy it or did you steal it? Steal I think it. you gave it to me straight I'm off not Google. That Can't generous. <clears throat> um, so I went to went to Mungo and I just a tip. There it for... is. Used to be oh, hanging on the wall. That one there. <laughs> amongst the books. That Sorry, one. So... Just for all the listeners out there. Is literally it there? Yeah, it's it is yeah, stacked <laughs> as a book in the bookshelf. You can see the spine. Oh, look of the at that. Photo. <laughs> this is why it's so important, people. Concentrate on what the spine of the photo is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> right, look at this. Yeah, yeah, mate, don't drop the book. It's a podcast. They can't see it. Oh, but I can, though. But it's a nice. Oh, yeah. There it is. It's a nice photo. It's the desert. What it? That was shot on black and white. She hand-coloured that. <laughs> I'm, I'm no, I have it's no doubt true. at all. 
It's Absolutely. not cheap. Yeah, I've made that up. Okay, right. cool. Mm. Yeah, but it was um, shot on a camera. Yeah, it's a really it's a really great spot. You definitely couldn't hear much of what I just said then, but, but anyway. My advice sure. to everyone is to anytime you go anywhere, just go with a bunch of people who are photographers because no one complains about having to stop to take a photo. Mm. Yeah, everyone wants to. Mm. Like <laughs> it's great. Mm. Um so we had a great time, went to Mungo. But the crazy thing was it was forty three degrees and like every day, and so we thought, well, we don't want to go spend all that time in Mungo because we don't know what's there. We don't know if we're going to be super hot the whole time. So let's spend a night in Mildura along the Murray. Then at least we've got some water. Set up our tents and then went for a walk, took our cameras with us. We were all prepared, all prepared for photography. And then a dust storm rolled in. Mm. Well, it was the best photography moment of my life because, mm. well, A, I was prepared for it. Mm. Um, B, I couldn't escape it, which I would have if I could have because I thought I was going to die because – well, we all were like city kids who were like, oh, my God, we're going to die of dust inhalation. Um, turns out that's not true. You can't die of dust inhalation. Mm. I don't think. Uh, I mean, not in a dust storm. No, Otherwise, I think that- dust, I think. Probably. Like, mm. I suppose dust storms would be bigger news if that was the case. Mm. Probably couldn't um, die of dust storms in Australia. No. Maybe in the States or something. Mm. Yeah. Or somewhere or like in, in the middle of the, yeah, the, middle of the desert getting or something. torn down. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right, guys. Probably don't want to stick your <laughs> Not head dangerous. In yeah. mm. Don't swim in the asbestos, kids. Yeah. Mm. Don't so, go near it. So that was probably my bizarrest photo moment, just being stuck in the middle of a dust storm or extremely yeah. prepared for taking photos. Mm. And it was beautiful. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That would have been an experience for sure. Yeah, it was amazing. The river mm. was right there, the trees. Oh, it's just. Bang on. Anyway, it's not a funny story, but... That's fine. doesn't have to be funny. No, it's I know. No, I know. About- That's why I said it. Mm. One of the first uh, responses we had was uh, from Chris, who uh, was in New York for 9-11. Wow. Not that funny. I was meant to be in New York for 9-11. Yeah, right. Mm. There you go. Cool story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you bloody weren't, though, were you, hey? Not as good as Chris. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably a good thing. Yeah. yeah, I did listen to that podcast, by the way. I knew that story. Oh, yeah. good, eh? Ben keeps it says this is not. I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking to the viewers here. Yeah, Ben keeps accusing me of not listening to his podcast. Mm. Not everyone listens to it. No, nah. that's nah. that's their choice. That's fine. So studying. <laughs> um, what uh, what did you get most out of studying? <sighs> Some photos. I don't know. Like I think just our direction. I got direction. Like mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I went into photog- into studying. I knew I was sort of dedicated. I hated school. Always hated school. Every career ambition I had at school involved not studying. Mm. Um, except I did. I was quite serious about wanting to be a marine biologist at one point. Till I realised that biology was a science and then gave yeah. up that dream. Mm. Um, I think everyone's been there. It's fun think. to think you're going to play with dolphins every day. It's probably not going to happen, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so uh, anyway, but. For once, I was really excited about studying, so I was dedicating these two years. And I think I went. I think this is what you were saying before about you know, it's sad that people go straight into studying when they're eighteen because they don't really have the foresight to appreciate it. Because um, I think I went in there knowing that this was a great opportunity and I needed to make the most of it. Mm. Um, so I did that. I think yeah, just being able to like that course covered lots of different style, pretty much all the genres. Um, it wasn't just it wasn't a focus on commercial or fashion. It was there was no focus at NMIT. It was just you learn everything mm. and you make your own path. Mm. And I think that's what I yeah 
I really enjoyed from it because I got to try everything. I got the skills that teach you all the technical stuff. Um, and then you can go off and figure out what you want to do. So, hmm. uh, well, uh, that was yeah. a benefit from I think, it. I think that's great that, yeah, you did get to, that it wasn't, uh, yeah, it didn't have a. Focus. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Special an outcome t- that I was sort of trying to push you into. Mm. Um, yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. I guess um, probably the main, one of the main things we kind of wanted to talk about was a lot to do with like your your view on Instagram and social media. <laughs> so obviously like um, my, oh, yeah. my whole career mm. has pretty much been determined as such. Um, especially now in photography, is very determined by by social media. Without social media, I would there would I would make very I would make very little money from photography at the moment. Mm. Um, if if I didn't have social media, so I kind of owe a lot of my career to to that social media, um, and even to this podcast too. I think that if if I didn't have mm. or if we didn't have the social media following in general, mm. um, through what the focus podcast on Instagram. Mm. And and my Instagram channel, I, I think very little people would even listen to this podcast. Podcasts are really, as as a whole, podcasts are really hard to find unless you either get referred by a friend. Mm. You know, it's not like you're scrolling through podcasts the same as you do on 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 YouTube. Mm. Like on YouTube, you go into YouTube and you search photography, for example. If you're looking for someone new in photography, you might go, okay, I'm going to find a landscape photographer. Or a, or a composition photographer that you want to kind of look into composition and you're going to find new people one mm. after another after mm. another. But you can't really Google, you can't really chuck into Spotify photography podcasts and find a new photography podcast. Mm. And you can to a certain extent, sure, but you can't find the ones that aren't, you know, if you did type in photography podcast into Spotify, you're going to find all the really popular ones. You're not going to find necessarily other ones. Mm. So, mm. you the know, popular a lot ones of aren't our, that good. Hey, the popular ones aren't that good. Not always, yeah. no. Mm. And sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. But mm. it depends on the type of person you you want to try to listen to. Mm. Um, but yeah, in like social media in general for me has been been really really good. But you don't really subscribe to that. So. No, nah, it's probably well, why I don't make much money. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm starting know, to realise this now. You can always try, you know, like Ben. <laughs> Look at yeah. him. He's oh, made, you he's made thousands of oh, Instagram. Oh, yeah, you got mm. that photo that, that people bought. Yeah, yeah. We, no, we haven't talked about that. Well, we haven't talked <gasps> about that. Are we allowed to? No. Nah. Yeah, go, yeah, go Ben. Not? Give it, yell, it, yell it out. Ben sold a photo. Ben sold a photo. And yeah, not just a normal photo. Yeah. So some, this is a cool thing about Ben. Like, Ben, I sell I sell my photos to people, all right, and and, and I sell to some <laughs> companies. Yep. But Ben got a big one. Yeah, Cat, Cat bought mine. Cat. Yep. This cat. Meow. cat. Oh, a cat. cat. A cat bought mine. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. It was actually a cat bought it for uh, its uh, budgie friend. Yes, at the council. Yeah. Yeah, at um, Yarra Valley. Um, it's not a Yarra Rangers. Yarra Rangers Council. Yarra Rangers Tourism. Is that what it is? Yeah, Yarra Rangers Tourism. Yeah, they bought the uh, bought hmm. the photo to go on the website. It's like a oh, oh a brochure. Yeah, the, mm. the brochure is like a um. You know, you go to a – it's like a touristy thing. You go yeah. to a place and then they've got the little fold-out map thing and it's got, yeah. like, accommodation bit. Anyway, so it was the main photo of yeah. the their latest release of that. So, so I guess that's a yeah. good good little Massive tip. Massive kudos for and, and thank you very much, your, your, um, 
Cancel. Speak. Cancel. Yarra Rangers cancel. <laughs> yeah, Rangers. Cancel. Thank you very much, Yarra Rangers Tourism, for that. I'll do that again with clean. Thank you. So, yeah, so thank you very much, Yarra. Um, fuck. Thank you very much, Yarra Rangers Tourism. Um, yeah, for supporting that. And, mm. and um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, and they, um, nice they, advice. Very they nice. They found you on vote. Instagram anyway, didn't they? No, I don't think it was a sympathy vote. That was what? <laughs> oh, God. We're talking over the top of each other. <laughs> mm. So they, they, th- they found you on Instagram yeah. anyway, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they contacted you through Instagram. Yeah, I think I tagged one of mm. the photos, um, visit Yarra Valley or something like that. Yeah. So I think that's like a really good point for people, mm. especially like really people that think that you need to have thousands and thousands of followers on Instagram to actually make any money from, from tourism or other kind of avenues. You you know, Ben's got a couple of hundred followers and, you know, started photography on Instagram a couple of months ago when we started mm. this podcast. So mm. you don't really need a massive following to make some money. No, you and just need bullshit talent. Yeah. You need, you and, need um, to just be better. You, you just know, need to be well. really awesome. <laughs> and if, you, if you're not good, you should probably just give up. Yeah. yeah. Even if yeah. you enjoy it, just give up. Yeah. That's the best way to do it, I think. It's probably the yeah. best advice we can. Yeah. No. <laughs> back, to, back to Sophie's social media influence. So what's – why? Why? Why, why no why no social media? It just doesn't feel right. Yep. I mean, not in general. Like uh, I think social media is wonderful. I think for what I want to do, it doesn't fit. Although people keep telling me, because I do a lot of, I, I do shoot a lot of stuff. Mm. Um, people tell me I should just do it to get my name out there or just to, and I think, you know what, well, it's really good for feedback. Like I used to um, put a lot of things on Facebook. Maybe it was before the Instagram days. I don't know. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. But, um, you know, just putting, because I felt that, Soon as you put something online, no matter what it is, it doesn't make it doesn't even matter what the feedback is. Once you put it there, you start judging yourself, and if you don't feel right about it, then that's good feedback for yeah, yourself. Yeah. You know, mm. like so. I mean, I get the, I get why it's important. I just I don't know. There's something about Instagram that I don't feel I want to partake in. Mm-hmm. I probably I'll change my mind after this when I keep hearing about you guys making money from it, but. Right now, it's not. Uh, it's just not been on my radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's like time. Like times, times. I guess the big one. But yeah. um, it's not a. It's not a quick little walk in the park. You do need to spend a bit of time mm. on the whole thing to get it going. But yeah, oh, I have another opinion. Don't have too many opinions. Nah, dangerous. No. This is a very unopinionated uh, podcast. Very generic mm. podcast. Mm. Yep. Oh, um, I I just I think that I think my main issue with. Instagram is at the filters, the use of filters. I think I I get upset about where photography has come to mm-hmm. and that there's nothing genuine anymore. But, like, what is photography? What is a proper photo? What is – I mean, putting a filter over it takes talent to figure out which one looks good. Mm. Um, and sometimes people do them manually, and that's okay. But I think I just – the like, I, you know, I'll take a photo, I'll do it technically – well, I think, mm. and I'll get no, no one will appreciate that, or and then someone will just take a photo, stick a filter on it, and everyone loves that and wants to buy that. And I'm like, well, I get that that does. Maybe there's some. Maybe maybe I'm just not a very good photographer. I don't know, but I just think that there's there's no appreciation for the art anymore, like the technical skills. Like I spent, I think I spent about five hours in a dark room once with that droppy machine and the the flash that gets triggered by the drop of water mm. I was talking about. Mm. 
I probably went a little bit crazy, about five hours in the dark. It was an old dark room that they'd converted oh, into this thing. I used to lose days in the dark room. It was great. <laughs> yeah. And I, in camera, got this one. So I took a, I had a photo of a squirrel monkey that I took in Ecuador and I enlarged that big. I put it on the back of the wall and so then I, I deliberately, I got it perfect so the drop of water was in front of the monkey and there was a, I put a leaf in front of it too mm. and I got the, the monkey's, all you could see was its big eyes but I got its whole face in the drop of water, in the reflection. Mm-hmm. I got it all in camera. No one realised it was a proper, like it was an in-camera shot. Everyone's like, oh, photoshopped. Yeah. I, I don't know. You spend all this time doing that stuff, but no one yeah, no yeah. one appreciates it's a real photo anymore. And yeah. I don't know. That kind of upsets me because mm. what's the point in taking the effort to do that? I should have just photoshopped it. <laughs> yeah, but could you photoshop it? Probably. Joking? I don't know. Maybe. I, I think a lot. I think a lot of the time, it's often easier to get it in camera than it is to get it in the photo shop. Uh, I probably could have done it in less than five um, hours. I, I look at I look at like um, Tom, who was on one of our podcasts, like second guest, second or third guest, whatever mm, he was. Episode eight, I think. Um, yeah. Episode eight, and he's done spends, that many episodes. Yeah, we, yeah this is thirteen. Oh gosh, of the unlucky episodes, and then we've got you know got extra special features, top. and yeah. But um, Tom Tom spends like five six hours on each photo. Mm. Um, just creating these kind of, you know, these different kind of photos. I yeah, appreciate he's, he's him. doing a different thing though. He's more Dif- definitely different, but define you know, himself as a digital artist. Digital artist, of course. Mm. But I, I think it's much. I think it's much easier to go out and, and you know get that image in camera. Sometimes mm. it depends on what you try to image you're trying to create. Mm. Like he he mm. had one. He had one last night where he had like a a swimmer under the water with a shark and then a really nice sunset and then a wave and all that kind of stuff. It's mm. like he, you obviously can't get that in camera. Well, you probably Safely. could, but <laughs> well, you probably he, can't he might have been time. safe. He might have been in a cage, but she mm. certainly wasn't. No, she was very very much going to get eaten very by a big exposed, shark. Yeah. Yeah, she'd yeah. mm. be fucked. Um, but you know, mm. like a lot of the time, I think photoshopping a lot of the times harder than than well, you know, it takes a different skill, I guess. You yeah, could say. I think mm. it's yeah. a skill in mm. itself. Yeah, but I don't think it should be up against photography, and I think it's probably more competitions. You know, a, phot- a photography competition. Oh, of course, should yeah. be. It's either photography or Photoshop. Like, yeah, they yeah, shouldn't absolutely. be 100%. part of the same category. And that's what used to annoy me at school. We used to enter lots of competitions, and I'd never win. It's probably what annoyed me really. But <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. But you know, when you when you do what you think is photography, and then someone who's completely digitally remastered their work mm. so that should be in a completely different category it's not yeah. it's just and not- i think a lot of um competitions do stipulate that you know yes. this this is the manipulation that we accept mm. um and it might be you know saturation luminosity mm. that sort of stuff mm. and that's it um but yeah others are probably they don't define that mm. as well as what they could yeah. or should i've stopped doing competitions mm. i find I'd, they just I'd make never, me angry i've never entered one yeah, mm. it's good. No, don't. Don't do it. Okay. I don't reckon it'd even bother me, even if I did. I'd just be like, oh, I'm going to go in this to give it a go, and mm. you'd probably win with that attitude. No, mm. no, I didn't want to win, win this, but uh, this is your acceptance speech. Didn't I'm definitely, win this, but, I'm definitely not a good enough photographer to win a lot of the time. Mm. I think some people get some. Yeah, the people that enter competitions sometimes. It just depends on the subject too, doesn't it? Uh, it it's all subjectivity. And then your, I think the tricky thing is, is that was a serious thing. Subjectivity, is it yeah. a word? Subjectivity is a word. Sure. I was, I was going with it. Is until, it? Until pretty Sophie sure. started laughing, and I was like, okay, maybe it isn't a word. Subjectivity. 
subjectivity. Oh, subjective. Isn't, you, subjective. It's just subjective. Because no, then that's a that's a. subjective. It's all subjective. <laughs> oh God, I don't subjectivity. Know. All I have to well, do is laugh subjective. when you question yourself. It's great. Subjective <laughs> is definitely a word. Like yeah, but it depends on what context you're using it. Is it the right word? Yeah. Well, it's just that Adam questions. said it's all in the subject, and you said it's subjectivity, <clears throat> which whether that's a word or not is another question. Yeah. <laughs> but I think isn't aren't you just saying the same thing? I I think the really hard thing about I really photo, have got no idea. <laughs> the hard thing about photo competitions is that you often like there's obviously judges because it has to be. Mm-hmm. And if, for example, there's going to be a landscape photographer, a surf photographer, and a portrait photographer, and they're all judging the same thing, they're going to have a very different opinion on each photo. Mm. So it makes it really hard. So I think a lot of the time, if if you're really smart about it and you really want to win competitions, the best way to do it is to know your re- judges. Know your judges. Mm. Really research your judges. And go. This is what these particular people like to look at, mm. and then manip- change your images to suit for that. So it's nearly more of a game rather than actually taking photos to enter into a competition. Mm. You're kind of doing it as a little bit of a game. Do you reckon? So in those competitions, you read the fine print, and most of them say the judge's decision is final. Do you I've think never that? Read them. Yeah. Well, they say that. Not a lot of them say judge's decision. <laughs> You know, is final. Okay. Do you think that's because before they put that in there, they go, oh, yeah, this this person's the winner, and then someone stands up and goes, no, I don't agree with that, and then just punch the judge in the face until he made them the yeah, winner. Yeah, maybe they, that was it. now they're the winner. Yep. And so now they're like, oh, better, yeah, better, better give, stop that. Better stop, better nip that and in the bud. Encourage. Yep. Yeah, I think, okay. that I think was, you're right, Ben. That was really strange. Mm. It was good, though. I liked yep. it. Oh, Sophie has a question. Sophie, question. Hands up. Yeah, very good. Am I allowed to ask questions? Sure. Yeah. Go for it. How do you both think that you ended up going from studying filmmaking to being photographers? You've both followed the same thingamabob. Mm. Words escape me now. But Ben can go first. Yeah. So for me, the simple answer is ADD. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, but I mean, I've always had a passion for photography, though, and I think, uh, given my uh, circumstances, you know, with life now, I've got a young family. I think I got into the filmmaking thing too late. Mm-hmm. I think had I've been twenty four, just finished studying, and you know, bull out of a gate, you know, you've got sort of those eight years or whatever before you start settling down, having kids, getting a mortgage, all that sort of crap. Um, to establish yourself um, in an industry, whereas I got in, I, I started getting into the industry about a year before I got a mortgage and settled down and all that sort of stuff. So I had to start making some non-selfish adult decisions about, well, what's mm. actually going to pay the bills. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I don't call myself a professional photographer. Um, I, 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 I've just always had a passion for photography, um, and for me, it's an easier thing to double in than the filmmaking the filmmaking you need a lot more resources to create um than typically what you do for photography Mm. that's that's i guess that's a really good that's a really Mm. good point because i my main reason was is because i was sick of relying on people so yeah. I, I think with, with filmmaking, you have to rely on everything. You have to rely on people to bring stuff. You have to rely on actors to be there. You have to rely on uh, another person to direct, uh, another person to light, another person to do this, another person to do that. Like a lot of the time, you know, even our, even in uni, we had like four people in each little group. 
And a lot of the time that wasn't enough. So we had to kind of, you had to kind of bring more people in. Mm. So you would, you would often have, even just on a, a basic uni kind of shoot, you would still have 10, 10 or so people on set. Which which is fine, mm. and that's great. Mm. But at the same, it's pretty hard to do that by yourself. Mm. And, and I think, sure, you can to a certain extent. You can you can grab your friends in, and you can make some really nice travel films and all that kind of stuff. But if you want quality acting, a lot of the time you need quality actors. You can't you, you can't get your friends to act mm. a film out. Like it just yeah. doesn't really work like that unless they're actors, and then mm. you know you're winning, aren't you? So my my jump over was because I I was sick of relying on people mm. and I'm like, wow, I can just go, I can go whenever I want. I can go out and take photos whenever I want. I can get in the car now. I can drive to a waterfall. I can drive to a beach. I can drive to anywhere I want and I can take a pretty landscape picture. And it was even the same with, that's why I chose landscape photography. I think, well, the main thing I remember saying to one of my friends is, is like, oh, imagine if I was like Ken Duncan, I'd go around and take pretty pictures. Mm. Like that'd be fun. All right. And I remember saying that like five or six years ago. Mm. Um, but, it was a lot to do with that I could be I could be somewhat selfish and I could go out and just take pretty pictures. And I didn't have to rely on a model for portrait photography. I didn't have to rely on pissing people off for street photography. I didn't have to rely on the building to look good for architecture photography. And, you know, landscapes is fun. Hiking, mm. hiking's fun. Mm. Um, everything's pretty and it's kind of one of those things where I – I was like, well, that could that could work out really well. Mm. So, but then I started to do it and realized it was really quite hard. Um, it's really not as easy as going out and taking pretty pictures. Mm. It really, just doesn't work like that. And that's where anything that's hard for me, I find really interesting <laughs> because it's like a bit of a challenge. Oh, so it gets boring mm. otherwise, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. I bet yeah. to be learning. I bet it's yeah. also helpful that you can run away from bears with all your running that you do. Yeah. Mm. Yep. The good thing about photography too is that if you really put the time in, you can mm. you can easily get good at it. But at the same time too, it's like there's, there's people that have been shooting for five years, for example, and they haven't been doing it. They've only you know let's say they go out once a week or once a fortnight, mm. you know, and they don't get all that much better. And this is what I teach with people in in my workshops is that you've got to use the camera. Mm. If you're not using the camera, you're not going to get any better at it. Yeah. So you need to you really need to actually get out and use that camera. Mm. Put it mm. in if you're manual. not, you're not going to get mm. any better. Um, so it's the same as any, well, it's the same as anything you do, but photography, you can get good at quite quickly. You just got to do it. Mm. But I found photography at the start, I found it quite, quite difficult because I was so used to creating a feeling with a shot Mm. with movement because of the film industry, my film background. It's like I could easily, you could easily make a shot of this glass look good with a bit of movement around this. It's like, it looks cool, you know, low depth of field, you do a bit of an orbit around it, it looks great. Mm. But you can't, you probably couldn't take a photo of this now and look and make it look good. Yeah. Not in the way that it is at the moment. Mm. I could. So mm. that's. <laughs> so that's. macro. So that's where photography it make, becomes quite tricky, I think, is it. Yeah, it takes a it does take a little bit of you know time to get really good at. Yeah, mm. which is kind of the, half the fun. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Sophie has a question. No question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think mentors are important? Um. Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I. I don't. I've. I've never. I've never had one directly. I've never. I've never had someone that I would call a mentor. Mm-hmm. But I've had a lot of friends that are more proficient at, at photography to 
kind of guide you through the experience. Mm. So never like I've had, a, yeah, it's probably been a good two or three people that I've really worked with over the last, well, God, 10 years, I'd say, um, that I, you know, I could go to with a question about photography and they would, they would, um, they would know the answer mm-hmm. or, well, now it would be like we could discuss it because we both know enough about, mm. you know, I know enough to discuss it and he knows enough or they know enough. So it's, mm. I think that kind of thing's important, you know, hanging around with someone that, that, that knows a little bit more about what you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. And that's that's always nice. It always gets you a little bit further in life. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it comes down to anything. It doesn't even have to be photography. Mm. Yep. Mm. Um, mm. Um, there's that good theory I come from. Um, I used to work – well, I still do – in theory, I still do a little bit of work for a guy that owns a gym, Andy Anderson, um, owns Ultimate U Gyms around Melbourne. If Dang anyone goes to Ultimate U, they've done the 96. All the videos that you see of the 96 is done by yours truly. <gasps> so congratulations. You're in the, in the midst of fame. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, it's not Biff Tannen fame, but no, whatever. It's not a really, yeah, I can't really <laughs> gloat it all that much. Mm. But um, Andy always said, uh, he kind of pointed me in the direction of like, you, you're the average of the five people you hang out with the most mm-hmm. in everything that you do. So think about think about the five people that you hang out with the most. You mm. probably you probably earn a similar amount of money to them. Mm-hmm. You probably your relationships are probably very similar. Your friendships are very similar within you know the five people. Your the car you drive is very similar to the five people that you hang around with. No, the most. no one else has got as cool a car as I have. There you go. Mm. So your step you need a you need a step get rid of them. Yeah, mm. I do. I need to find more cube owners. Yeah, find more, find more really wealthy people. Mm. So like, the theory is, is if you, if you, <laughs> if you hang around with a million, if you hang around with five millionaires, you're probably going to be a millionaire. That's that's the theory, and most of the time it's true. Um, you don't, you very rarely see unwealthy people hanging around with really wealthy people. That's uh, just the way life is because they've got different drives, don't they? Mm. Um, mm. So yeah, you, you're the average of the five people you hang out with the most. Mm. Mm. Now yeah. thinking about the five people I hang out with the most, yeah, yeah. Same. it's a good one. To, <laughs> Lost a good one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, um, all right. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you for asking us the questions, though. <laughs> yeah. The old, the old <laughs> flippy, the old flippy flip. Yeah, the old flippy flip. Yeah. I think a lot of people end up asking us questions, mm. which is always nice. That's good. It's yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if you like this episode, mm. uh, be sure, this is more your thing. Be sure. Well, before before I guess blah, blah, blah. we before I guess we go into that. Like, if if anyone wanted to look you up, so where would they? Oh, where would they find that? that? Oh, <laughs> should I answer oh, it now? Why did you? Sometimes. So if, um, Stop talking, so. So if. <laughs> So if people did want to um, hunt you down and look at your work and do some other things with you, yep. Good luck, but um, <laughs> but yeah, where where would they where would they find well, you? Well, I think my website's called www. Oh, that's, that's a good start. start. That's a good start. <laughs> yeah, m- strong, most of them are. Start. Yeah. Confident. It, could, it, it might be. It might be http. It could forward slash some colon something no. else. Yeah. Mm. So it turns out I didn't realise that a DNS tool was important. I let my um, subscription lapse. So my email address is something like www.sophiesegel.format.com instead of just sophiesegel.com. But if you put my name and format into Google, you'll find mm. it. 
Mm. So we'll chuck that in the in the description below, just so yeah. that people can actually <laughs> figure out what the hell was going on there. Because I'm lost. Well, so if I'm have, lost, you guys are going to be lost as well. My tip to everyone listening is: when you get an email saying that you um, need to pay money for your DNS subscription, like yeah. do it because that's it. what keeps your website going. The best way yeah, to do right. it, I find, the best way to do it is just pay fifty years. I no, not fifty. I just pay. I just pay like ten years. And auto renew, always auto renew in ten years oh, for my for the important ones. Mm. You know, for the ones that you're just playing around with for now, you can yeah. just do whatever the hell you want. But yeah, mm. so good, there you go. But good, um, tip. good tip. If yeah. you did like this episode, make sure you like and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Um, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. There's a heap of them. Mm. And um, just just before we close out. Thank you very much. We're in the month of July. The photo challenge for this month is Waterfall, and this week's uh, featured artist is uh, comes from Craig Everson Photography, underscores in between Craig and Everson and Photography. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, well done. He's got some some good flow, uh, quite literally, because it's, it's moving. The moving. water is moving. That's cool. Uh, it's either that or um, I've got something in my water. I'm not sure. <laughs> but um, Maybe a bit of both, eh? Yeah, Why yeah. There's, um, there's a lot to look at there. And, um, yeah, yeah, nice, lovely waterfall. I don't know. Does he say where it is? No. No. Uh, it's just a waterfall. It's a nice waterfall. I don't know where Craig's from. Maybe you're about to figure. Uh, your phone's buggered. You probably won't be able to touch oh, it. Oh yeah, I can't touch the screen. Craig is from Cameltown. Cam- he's from Cameltown. So, so it's probably the Blue Mountains, more likely. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Who knows? Wow. Who knows? There you go. So congratulations, oh, Craig. Um, yep. You will get a shout out because you know that's what we're rolling at the moment. You yep. get a shout out on what the focus on Instagram. And, um, yeah, if you haven't already, make sure that you keep tagging your photos, tag your waterfall photos, uh, what the focus picks, mm-hmm. um, all one word, P-I-C-S yep. underscore nothing. Yeah. No underscores. No underscores. Just what the focus and, picks. And uh, you also get on the running for the monthly prize. Get a monthly prize. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. What's the monthly prize? Can monthly I have one? Monthly prize, a 50 buck voucher. Mm-hmm. Is it? To my website. Mm-hmm. Is it? That's nice of me, isn't it? <clears throat> How much it's is your cheapest fit picture? Nothing. <laughs> it's free. So I've got to give them 50 bucks. That's yeah. <laughs> how it works. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Mm. But yep. Thanks Thank for coming much. on, Soph. Yeah. yeah. No, no worries. Soph. Best podcast ever. Um, yeah. Thanks again for listening. And um, until next week, we'll uh, catch you on the flip side. Ta-da. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye.